Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Good to be back with you. Hope you enjoyed your footballing weekend. All of you La Liga fans, you are in luck today. Mike Barnes of Football España and WorldSoccerTalk.com is going to be with us talking about the opening weekend in Spain. And one match, one nil-nil draw, and everybody in Madrid is already calling for Rafa Benitez's head, it seems. Talk about panic mode. Everyone's saying that Chelsea fans and folks around England were too quick to panic after two games with what happened with Chelsea. Look at what's going on in Madrid right now. People are already saying Rafa should be gone. One match, one nil-nil draw. Rafa, break the guillotine out. It's time for Benitez to go. No, I think he'll get a little bit more time, but we'll see how much. We'll talk all about Rafa. We'll talk about Barcelona. We'll talk about the Basque boys in Bilbao. We'll have a mighty nice fight against Barcelona this weekend, losing 1-0. Messi missed a penalty, but Suarez, Louis, Louis, El Pistolero gets the goal. And Barcelona win 1-0. What a weekend it was in Germany. Dortmund going crazy. Guardiola feeling hot at Bayern. We go back to England. Chelsea finally get that win. John Terry sent off, though. And how about the tweet from the great Gary Lineker? Hey, if John Terry keeps playing these half games, he could really prolong his footballing career. Man City keep on steamrolling. I don't know what is going on with Tim Howard. Yeah, I'm saying he needs to be between the pipes. Well, maybe he needs to get off off the pipe. He's diving the wrong direction and flapping both goals, you could say, were his fault. The second one, an amazing assist from Yaya Torre. Take nothing away from Manchester City, but Tim Howard was absolutely horrid on Sunday at Goodison Park against Manchester City in that 2-0 loss for the Toffees. Bournemouth finally get their first Premier League victory. They get their first Premier League goal, and they score four of them against West Ham, and they beat the Hammers 4-3. Robin Burt, Mr. Chardonnay, your Hammers are looking like a relegation candidate. My goodness. But hey, we were all anticipating here in the States what we were told was the biggest regular season game in league history. It was Gerrard versus Lampard. It was Lampard versus Gerrard. Well, we find out a little bit before kickoff, there's going to be no Lampard because he's out of shape and he's frustrated, just like NYCFC at the back line and in the midfield. But hey, you know what? I'm still going to tune into the game and watch. So I turn in, turn on the tube, and I find out kickoff's delayed 20 minutes because of the Little League World Series running long. 
Not a good look. But you know what? I still enjoyed the match. Good on Galaxy. 5-1. They were beautiful. How about my Quakes, baby? Three matches in a row. Come on, you Quakes. We're back after this with Mike Barnes talking La Liga. Stay tuned. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com. Are you sick and tired of cable and satellite prices going up and up and up? If you're a sports fan like me, one of the main reasons you're keeping your TV subscription is to watch ESPN. But did you know that you can cut the cord, cancel your TV subscription, and watch ESPN live and legally on your computer, tablet, Roku, or phone and save a ton of money? With a subscription to Sling TV, you can watch all the ESPN, ESPN2, TNT, TBS, and AMC that you want. Plus, you also get the SEC Network, ESPN Bases Loaded, ESPN Buzzer Beater, Univision, and much more. From Sports Center to Hoops, Sling TV has got the best in live sports action and commentary. And today, you can get a free seven-day trial to Sling TV just by going to slingmytv.com. Again, to get a seven-day free trial to Sling TV, go to slingmytv.com today. That's slingmytv.com. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Geico applauds your inner happy camper. A merit badge of awesomeness goes out to the part of you that wants to put the recreation in recreational vehicle. The part of you that packs up everything and everybody in the RV and says, let's get this show on the road. Because Geico has specialized agents who help save money on more than just car insurance. Geico will insure that entire RV. So you can get the s'more making, poison ivy dodging, same song singing, ghost storytelling, campfire building, best time you ever had with your family, show on the road. Geico for your RV. See how much you could save. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Tweet me at NateWST and tweet all of us at World Soccer Talk. Promised a special treat for all of you La Liga fans after the opening weekend in Spain. Mike Barnes of Football España and World Soccer Talk is joining us to break down the opening weekend of action in España. Mike, how you doing, sir? Hi, I'm well, Nate. How are you? Ah, oh, doing fantastic. So, hey, we, we have to start 
with with Real Madrid. If I were a, an average Real Madrid fan after this nil-nil draw with with Sporting Gijon, uh, a very uninspiring performance in so many ways, it seems as if the average Real Madrid fan is already calling for the guillotine for Rafa Benitez. So Rafa just gone after after one match, one nil-nil draw. It's time for Rafa to go, right? Yeah, well, Spanish football fans are very impatient, uh, Nate, as you probably know. And if you're a Real Madrid fan, you want success uh, yesterday. Um, Rafa's already starting, really, with a groundswell of opinion of people who just don't like him. And that's really not just in Spain. That's from his track record here in England. It was never that popular at Chelsea, as we all know. They loved him on Merseyside at Liverpool, but then they've always been seeing things a little bit different there. And I think you're absolutely right. Um, the nil-nil draw... Uh, with sporting uh, was nothing short of preposterous really and when you think that the nearest that either side came to a goal was the one from Sanabria of sporting which hit the underside of the crossbar and almost went over the line for a goal that was as close as it got for either side so I think Rafa is already in negative equity the uh the the performance from Ronaldo was one of the things that really you know as far as the the uninspiring aspects of this game and obviously there's such a uh, an insane spotlight on Cristiano Ronaldo but I, I keep thinking back to that word uninspiring and and the final chance of the game that free kick from about 25 yards out in uh, in stoppage time that just was struck so lamely and harmlessly right into the wall you know eight, eight or nine ten yards away what did you make of Ronaldo's performance and and should people be worried that, that things are maybe becoming a, a tad mundane for Cristiano Ronaldo well, I mean, Ronaldo usually goes into kind of mundane mode um, when he's looking for uh, his contract to be renewed, doesn't he? But I think uh, he probably, at that point in the game, Nate, as you say, it was more or less the last action of the game. Um, he would have been affected by the mood of the game as much as anybody else because it was a generally extremely flat performance from the entire team. And what Ronaldo tends to do, although he, you know, we know that he's a very selfish player and he can, he can equally win matches all by himself. But, you know, in a, in a flat team, it's very difficult, particularly, I think, for the first game of the season, even for somebody who's blessed with Ronaldo's talent, uh, to pull himself, you know, up, to rise above the general level of mediocrity. And, and I think uh, Ronaldo has been a bit flat. Um, he's been flat in pre-season. He obviously looked uninspired in that game. But I don't think we should get carried away. And by the way, Rafa Benitez doesn't really do flair, does he, in the same way as... <laughs> Maybe some of his predecessors, you know, he's a fairly dull man. And uh, I think Real Madrid fans are going to have to get used to that a little bit this season if they want some success. But I don't think we should get carried away. This is the first game out of 37, out of 38. Um, if it carries on into the next two, three, four games, then, of course, people will be asking questions. But let's just say, you know, if you look around La Liga, as we're going to in the, next, in the minutes ahead, you know, it was a fairly flat weekend. Uh, and there were very few goals around. So actually, they haven't lost a great deal of ground 
um, on the leaders of this stage. Well, Mike, let's talk a little bit more about Rafa and, and the challenge that awaits him, or the, the challenge that he's already, you know, in right now uh, with, with managing Real Madrid. People who are fans of Rafa Benitez, you know, they, they call him pragmatic. He's, he's a pragmatist, and he's, he's very calculated, and he's all about his, his pregame plans and, and all, of, all of that good stuff. And then folks against him call him boring, dull, and lame. How are fans of Real Madrid going to find a way to take to Rafa Benitez and find some sort of affection for Rafa Benitez when he, in many ways, even people who support Rafa Benitez would have to admit that his managerial style, his philosophies about the game of soccer or or Spanish football, whatever you want to call it, really go against the classic philosophies of Real Madrid. Yeah, you're absolutely right on the face of it. He's not, um, he's not a characteristically outgoing Spanish coach. But, I mean, you asked what, you know, what he would have to do to win them over. I mean, the simple truth is they have to start winning football matches. And if they win, if they win games, if Ronaldo bangs in the goals, then frankly, the Real Madrid fans, not to mention, you know, President Florentino Perez, uh, and all of his entourage will not, will not, I think, care. Um, how he does it. But you're right, there is, or I said it earlier in my piece just now, you know, Rafa is a very dual man. You said he's the pragmatist, and I agree with that. But sometimes you need pragmatism because you need that balance between you know, what some people will see as negativity and what others will see as a kind of, you know, much more kind of workmanlike, common sense, uh, methodical approach to the game. The, the difficulty is that when you've got uh, the Galacticos that, that Real Madrid have, you know, they've got Ronaldo, they've got people like Gareth Bale, and even, you know, perhaps lesser lights, but, but you would say they were flair players, people like Isco, they've got inherently exciting players in their team. Now, if those exciting players aren't playing exciting football and if they're not um, they're not uh, adopting a coherent approach to the game which is causing excitement on the in the stands and it, it is ultimately getting goals and victories for the team anything short of that and they will be down on on Rafa like like a, the proverbial ton of bricks and don't forget also that um, you know, however, however enthusiastic and uh, in your face we think the sporting press are over here and, and perhaps over there where you are, the, the sports press in Spain is absolutely relentless. You know, six or seven daily papers published every single day, 365 days of the year, will have Rafa under the spotlight. And so, you know, every move he makes will be scrutinized in fine detail. And if that doesn't translate to wins, he will not last the season. Well, we'll see how this all plays out. I'm very, very interested to see. I want to see Real Madrid go on a streak, a, a nice run of four or five consecutive ugly, gritty, one-nil victories. <laughs> and then I want to see how Florentino Perez reacts to that. Because you throw out a really interesting hypothetical there. Oh, well, if they get results, everyone's going to be happy. I'm not totally sure about that. I, I think there's this <laughs> attitude from Florentino and, and from so many of his, of his, of his right-hand men of his cronies and everyone around him and that, that have this attitude that we better win and we better play sexy football in the uh, in the pathway to those wins say hey, we got a minute and a half before we got to head to break so we'll continue this on the other side uh, in the next okay. segment but uh Karim Benzema 
It labels these reporters as clowns uh, who have him still going to Arsenal. Will he go to Arsenal? Will he leave Real Madrid before the transfer window closes? Or can we finally just put this to rest and know that Benzema is going to be a Real Madrid player? Well, I, I would guess that he will still be a Real Madrid player for for this season, Nate. Um, but of course, you know, nothing is certain in football, and the window still has another week or so to close. So, you know, but I, I don't think uh, we will see him coming to Arsenal. I almost think, you know, if that business was going to was going to be done, it would have been done already. But you know, um, sometimes there there are surprises. I think. One of Real Madrid's great um, assets last season was, you know, the BBC front line. It was Benzema, it was Bale, and it was Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think <laughs> at this stage, to tamper with that and bring somebody else in... Um, I mean, Rafa's done a lot of good work in bringing people like Jesse Rodriguez, who played uh, against Sporting, but these are backup players. You know, he's never going to be the first-choice striker, and I think he will stick uh, with with the BBC this season. Sticking to the BBC, and, and maybe Rafa can learn from Barcelona to not just give one of your top attacking players to a London-based Premier League club. We'll talk about Pedro. We'll talk about <laughs> Barcelona. Pedro's transfer to Chelsea, his stunning debut for Chelsea, and how the folks in Barcelona at the new Camp are feeling after watching what Pedro did for Chelsea against West Brom in the Premier League this weekend. We'll talk Barcelona, we'll talk Atletico Madrid, we'll talk sleepers, surprise packages in La Liga after this. Mike Barnes and yours truly, Nate Abarea, here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Are you sick and tired of cable and satellite prices going up and up and up? If you're a sports fan like me, one of the main reasons you're keeping your TV subscription is to watch ESPN. But did you know that you can cut the cord, cancel your TV subscription, and watch ESPN live and legally on your computer, tablet, Roku, or phone and save a ton of money? With a subscription to Sling TV, you can watch all the ESPN, ESPN2, TNT, TBS, and AMC that you want. Plus, you also get the SEC Network, ESPN Bases Loaded, ESPN Buzzer Beater, Univision, and much more. From Sports Center to Hoops, Sling TV has got the best in live sports action and commentary. And today, you can get a free seven-day trial to Sling TV just by going to slingmytv.com. Again, to get a seven-day free trial to Sling TV, go to slingmytv.com today. That's slingmytv.com. See the world's best matches live wherever you are. 
box soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Football season is back, and this time around, it's all about you, the fan. Thanks to Rebel.tv, now you can call the action for your favorite college and pro teams for free. It's your team, so why not give your fans your call? Just mute your TV and provide your own play-by-play or armchair commentary. Or listen to other fans like you who love your team as much as you do. With Rebel.tv, you can create and enjoy sports broadcasts created by fans on your desktop, through your iOS, Android app, or through your mobile browser. So blitz the booth this football season and go to Rebel.tv to schedule a broadcast today world soccer talk radio back here with you on the sports byline broadcasting network thanks so much for subscribing to us on itunes tune in and stitcher checking out the website worldsoccertalk.com and get involved in the wild thing known as the twitter sphere at world soccer talk at sports byline usa and get at me with the love mail and the hate mail that you are oh so good at sending some would say too good at sending at nate wst my name is nate abarea we are here with mike barnes of football espana and worldsoccertalk.com talking all about la liga and a little bit later in the program i have an interesting conversation with mike comparing the match day atmospheres in england and spain how much match day atmospheres have changed in england and spain due to two words that haunt true football fans and those are ticket prices we'll talk about that a little bit later but now it is time to talk about the catalans it's time to talk about barcelona we talk about a lackluster performance from Real Madrid, their nil-nil draw with Sporting Gijon. It wasn't exactly a, a breathtaking performance by any stretch of the imagination from Barcelona. They they beat my beloved Basque boys, Bilbao, by a score of 1-0. And Lionel Messi misses a penalty kick. Everyone's freaking out about this. Talk about the overreaction in the, uh, in the Spanish media. Little Lionel misses a penalty. Uh, R- Ronaldo and Messi go scoreless in the opening weekend of La Liga. Oh, my goodness. Hell is frozen over. Everybody look out. Everybody panic but thankfully el pistolero comes to the rescue for barcelona suarez does it they win one nil what are you feeling about barcelona right now mike and and we'll get into the pedro talk here here in a little bit but talk about this game this opening weekend performance and and how you're feeling about barcelona's title chances uh this year in la liga Okay, well, I mean, you know, we talk about uh, Real Madrid making a stuttering start, and uh, although Barcelona obviously got the win uh, at uh, San Mamés, uh, it was, as you say, Nate, very far from a convincing one. I think the Lionel Messi penalty miss uh, is a bit of a distraction. It was, after all, uh, the little man's 14th missed penalty for Barcelona. Um, and he, you know, he makes quite a habit of it, but most people, you know, the penalty miss is fresh at the time, but once he's, uh, once he's back on the goal scoring trail, it'll be quickly forgotten. Okay. He didn't score, uh, against, uh, Athletic at the weekend. Uh, Luis Suarez did score. And that, that's really the, the, the beauty of the, the lineup that, uh, Luis Enrique has got, uh, in front of him. Uh, Neymar, of course, is injured at the moment, but, uh, you know, Rafina actually has the potential to be uh, a very effective uh, deputy. But when you've got even two out of the three uh, in uh, what must be 
uh, the finest uh, attack in world football at the moment, then, you know, you can do to miss uh, one of them. But I don't think Barcelona's problems are necessarily um, in the attacking third of the field. You know, they will always score goals with the players they've got. And I think that part of the... I mean, part of the whole uh, context for this game against Athletic Bilbao on, uh, on, on Saturday was, was the Super Copa final uh, a few days previously. Because, you know, if you're outside of Spain, you will look at that and you say, oh, well, you know, the charity shield in, in England, for example, it's just a glorified friendly. But um, any game involving Barcelona... Um, you know, and whoever it is they're playing, that's not a glorified friendly. That's that's serious, even if it's just you know there's nothing riding on it. And the fact that they were thumped four uh, nil at San Mames in the first leg, you know, I think spoke volumes. Not necessarily just for the lineup that Enrique put on the pitch at the time, which was uh, a considerably weakened one, but. You know, the Barcelona of old, you could probably field their reserves and they still would have walked over Athletic Bilbao. And so I think it says a lot, really, about the, you know, about the strength or lack of it in depth that Enrique's got. So if he's got his first, his first choice players fit uh, as the season goes on, you know, then they will carry on being, being the juggernaut. But, you know, as you say, we'll talk about Pedro, but they've already lost uh, Xavi. Um, and, you know, Yanesta is not the youngster that he once was. And that, so there are, there are questions in defence as well. You know, Gerard Piquet picked up the red card against uh, Athletic. Um, Thomas Vermaelen is not uh, 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 an adequate replacement for anybody in the, the centre of Barcelona's defence. So they, you know, I think he has some, some holes uh, to address. And the, the sale of Pedro, obviously, if a guy wants to leave, then you're not going to stand in his way. But I think the sale of Pedro uh, to Chelsea will leave a huge hole. And so I think we're, you know, we're looking at the, t- the big two and saying, well, perhaps neither of them uh, are as strong or, or, or as potentially lethal as they were even, even last season. So um, it, it's going to be really interesting. And it will be, it will be also interesting to see if there's any more activity in this final week of the window, because if there isn't, I can see Barcelona looking a little bit thin when, uh, when the injuries and the suspensions and the problems mount up. Well, Mike, I'm really glad, first off, uh, that you brought up the, the Supercopa and, and the irony that then those two teams end up being matched up in the in the opening weekend of the yes. league season. But any of you out there that want to call the Supercopa a glorified friendly, go go online and look at some of the pictures in Bilbao and look at the pictures in the Basque country and the, yeah. the red overflow into the streets uh, after after they won that two-legged Supercopa. And, and then try to tell me that that was a glorified friendly. That was a huge achievement uh, for Bilbao, and, and I know they're currently sitting, you love looking at the table right now, they're currently sitting in the bottom three, uh, but nobody nobody scored, there was one team that scored two goals this weekend, and that was yes. Celta Vigo, Celta Vigo with a 2-1 win, and they are top of the league right now, so, but again, to quickly finish up on, on the Basque boys and Bilbao, what a, what a triumph for them. And again, I, I encourage you all out there, please go on and look at some of the most beautiful pictures that I've seen as far as any soccer celebrations over the last years it was absolutely glorious and i wish they could have nicked a point away from barcelona in this uh, opening league affair but barcelona they, they they sneak out they get the one nil victory we talk about how important three points are and that's what it all comes down to all right but this word depth keeps coming up every it, it's everywhere for barcelona people questioning the depth 
this whole Pedro situation it was hilarious. Uh, that was the, the only <laughs> the only word that I can think of because I'll just I'll eat some crow right now. I wish I had the Spanish language equivalent of of eating crow. I wish I could I could know what that uh, slang vernacular is, but. I, I reported that Pedro was uh, a done deal to Manchester United on on this very show. I was duped along with uh, thousands of other pundits and journalists uh, around around the world. He doesn't go to Manchester United. Chelsea sneak in and end up landing this guy that clearly has a ton to offer and clearly could be still quite useful at Barcelona. How are they feeling right now as everyone continues to talk about their depth? And how are they feeling after watching what Pedro did in his Chelsea debut in the Premier League in the rain against West Brom with a goal and an assist? Well, I, I think, you know, if I were a Barcelona fan, you know, I'd be thinking what a crazy thing to do uh, to sell Pedro to anybody, frankly, um, uh, without without knowing who was going to come in and fill his shoes. So, OK, Pedro didn't, wasn't a first-choice starter for a lot of last season, but he's one of those guys who can come off the bench and always get you a goal. And, uh, and to an extent, Real Madrid have got that with uh, Chicorito, um, but I think uh, Pedro is much more of an all-round player than, than Chicorito. I think he'll be a huge loss to Barcelona. I mean, the, you're right, uh, Nat, uh, Nate, about the, uh, the, the Manchester United situation. I, I mean, I was listening to a phone-in on a, on a radio show here yesterday from United fans who still can't believe that you know that they let Pedro go from up from 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 out of their grasp. I mean, I actually heard one guy on the radio, Manchester United fan, saying we're missing Pedro, and they've never had him. But there's a kind of <laughs> there's a kind of Pedro-shaped hole in Manchester United's lineup, and I can see that being the case in Barcelona because you know you need. I mean, who's going to be the the wide man that comes and creates those fantastic chances um, for the likes of of Messi and Suarez um, and, and Neymar when he's fit. Well, of course, the answer is that, you know, with the flexible three, quite often you can play any of those three out wide and you don't necessarily need an out-and-out winger. Or it might be that, you know, he's going to kind of play through the middle. I mean, I, I think one of the pos real positives for uh, Barcelona last season was uh, Ivan Rakitic. Um, I mean, I really rated Rakitic when he was at Sevilla. And I thought he made the transition to Barcelona a bit of a stuttering start, but absolutely seamlessly after that. You know, set up the first goal in the, uh, in the Champions League final, didn't he? And, um, you know, it, he's, a, he's a great player. So he's, he's kind of the shabby replacement. But, you know, I still, like you, I've got a bit of a question mark over, over who the Pedro replacement might be in the long term. But I don't know, Luis Enrique may know, know something that we don't. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what unfolds. Mike? One minute before we got to head to break, one of the most insane things that I have read in quite a while on a number of, uh, of websites and uh, publications today, rumors of Neymar going to Manchester United. Maybe not in this transfer window, but Neymar has supposedly, allegedly, I love that word, allegedly, <laughs> said publicly that he would love to someday play at Old Trafford. Give me, in, in 45 seconds or less, something or absolute bollocks. 
<laughs> well, I, I'm in the absolute bollocks camp, actually, with you there, uh, mate, because I don't think there's any way on this earth that uh, Neymar is going to step what would be a step down to join Manchester United. I'm thoroughly convinced of that at the moment. <laughs> it's true that United do need a striker because um, Wayne Rooney is not scoring goals and nor is he really being, uh, in the long term, going to be played as an out-and-out striker. So I think there is no grounds whatsoever uh, to believe that uh, Neymar's going to join uh, Manchester United. You heard that, Manchester United fans. Going to Old Trafford now looked at as a step down. Oh, God, I love it. Mike Barnes of Football <laughs> España and WorldSoccerTalk.com is with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Finishing out this La Liga conversation and doing a little juxtaposition. England to Spain. Ticket prices and match environment. On the other side of this break, World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE, 855-254-7483, or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if? Wait till something happens to your family, or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote, 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it, and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free, 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. Come celebrate new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline with a chance to upgrade your drive when you fill up at Shell. Introducing the 100 BMWs and 100-day sweepstakes. Swipe your fuel rewards card to enter to win a BMW 320i. Don't have a card? Get one free at participating Shell stations or visit fuelrewards.com slash win. Offer in September 8, 2015. No purchase necessary. See official rules at shell.us slash win. Void in Maryland, New Jersey, and Virginia where prohibited by law. 
Football season is back, and this time around, it's all about you, the fan. Thanks to Rabble.tv, now you can call the action for your favorite college and pro teams for free. It's your team, so why not give fans your call? Just mute your TV and provide your own play-by-play or armchair commentary. With Rabble.tv, you can create and enjoy sports broadcasts created by fans on your desktop, through your iOS or Android app, or through your mobile browser. We want to hear you watch the game. So blitz the booth this football season and go to Rabble.tv to schedule a broadcast. Broadcast today. Well, hey, hey there, all you Manchester United fans. Don't worry, it's not a step down. We were just jabbing at you a little bit. We've got a special treat in store for you this Sunday. We've got two of the blokes from Full Time Devils, the most popular United channel on YouTube, who will be calling the Swansea Manchester United match live on Rabble.tv. If you've been a part of these Rabble casts yet, fun would be an understatement at times. They are absolutely outstanding. United currently undefeated after after three league matches, and Sunday's game will be a true test against one of the informed sides in the Premier League. It must be said the Swans are, are flying quite high for their standard. From a jack to a king, baby, Swansea doing work in the Premier League early on, and we all remember uh, this matchup over the last couple of Premier League seasons. It's created quite a bit of drama. So will we finally start seeing Wayne Rooney rediscovering his goal-scoring form? Will we see Memphis Depay continuing to be an attacking threat down the left wing? Wearing that number seven quite well, Memphis. My goodness. We'll find out this Sunday. It's Gaz and Adam from Full Time Devils sharing their thoughts and opinions during the game live on Rabble.tv. With Rabble, the concept is simple. All you got to do, tune into the TV, press the mute button, head on over to Rabble.tv to listen to them sharing their analysis. Rabble, you can listen to their broadcast on your desktop through your iOS app and now through your mobile browser. Plus, you can join in by posting your questions or observations in the comment section. Or why don't you create your own broadcast and call one of your team's games? doesn't matter if it's Premier League, La Liga, MLS, Bundesliga. You want to call a K-League match with Jimmy Conrad? Do it up on Rabble.tv. And this Sunday, again, join the full-time Devils on Rabble, 10.45 a.m. Eastern time here in the good old U.S. of A. It's Rabble.tv, where it's your team and your call. Manchester United and Swansea. You gotta love it. My name is Nate Abarea. Mike Barnes of Football España and World Soccer Talk is our guest. We're talking all about La Liga, which is definitely kicking off a little slow start in the opening weekend, but still a lot of excitement around the La Liga circles. And we talked all about Real Madrid, talked all about Barcelona. Now we got to talk about the team that always places themselves in this conversation over the last few years, and that is Diego Simeone and Atletico Madrid. How are you feeling about Atletico's chances uh, this season? Can they pull off something as special as, as what they did a couple of seasons ago, Mike? Well, before they uh, before their game against Las Palmas on uh, on uh, on Saturday, I thought um, this uh, latest incarnation of Atletico Madrid uh, would come out and start like a train and would be a real revelation. Simeone's made some great acquisitions. Uh, Jackson Martinez from Porto. He's got the uh, Luciano Vieto from uh, Villarreal. Um, he's got some great guys in. Um, but they made really heavy weather of beating uh, Las Palmas. And uh, thank goodness it was uh, the wonder boy Antoine Griezmann, uh, who was another great player for them last season, uh, who got the goal. He got it early on. And when he scored, I really thought that they were going to 
build on that and end up winning handsomely. As it was, um, rather like Barcelona, you know, they huffed and puffed and uh, had to make do with, uh, with the 1-0. I don't think Simeone would have been uh, terribly pleased with that performance, but he might put it down to, um, as people often do at the start of a season when you've got a lot of new players in the side, you know, the team is still gelling. But, you know, what Simeone is really good at is it doesn't matter who his players are. Um, he puts his unmistakable stamp uh, and style on that group of players to the extent that, you know, however badly things are going, you can tell those guys are 100% together and they have 100% belief in the coach and uh, they will go out there and, and do the business. And I, I think... You know, as you say, this is this is one this is one game of 38, and there's a long way to go. Uh, I, I thought they looked good. Um, they just didn't have the end product that would have put uh, put a, a team like Las Palmas away, which is of course what you've got to be you've got to be doing um, week in week out if you're going to really challenge the top two. So uh, you know, cautious start, but. Uh, I'm a big uh, Simeone fan. He wears his heart on his sleeve, uh, much as we do as supporters. And I think that's, that's what endears him to a lot of people. So that, uh, but, you know, first game, it's a win. Like I said about Real Madrid, uh, it's a win. Uh, it's not a stylish one, but it gets them going. And uh, let's see how they go on from here. Well, Mike, I actually got to watch this game uh, with, with our good pals Phil Shane and Ray Hudson uh, on on BN here in here in the states, and it was so great hearing Ray Hudson all matches go. God, with Las Palmas staying in this thing, they could they could work a set piece, they could they could work a set piece, and they had two unbelievable chances that were worked so perfectly. You stay in a match, you stay down one nil, you stay within a goal, and they were getting such good service in on these corners and on these free kicks and a couple of point blank headers that were put over the bar. One, I think, actually glanced uh, off the top of the crossbar, and, and Las Palmas very easily uh, could have gotten out of there with a point. Very much enjoyed the Jackson debut. Very much enjoyed Fernando Torres coming off the bench for <laughs> Atletico Madrid and the way the fans have taken to El Nino yet again, one of their true homegrown heroes. Absolutely love seeing that. And love seeing Fernando Torres embrace just playing a role for a club that he loves. And you talk about Diego Simeone, there's three words. Words, pride, belief, and cajones. And those are the three <laughs> things that he can instill in his players, I think, as well, if not better, than any manager on this planet. All right. Got to talk about sleepers now, or as we have to uh, translate with uh, Rebecca Lowe, surprise packages uh, in the, uh, in the uh, La Liga in La Liga this year. I know I'm anxious to, to hear some great things about, about the Basque teams, but tell me who you're looking at as, as the surprise packages this season here in La Liga. Someone is going to sneak up and, and cause some shockers. Well, it's very rare, of course, that that happens. And um, we nearly saw it last season with, with, uh, with Villarreal. Uh, I, I think if you could call, um, I don't know whether you can call uh, Athletic Club uh, a surprise package because they've always been on the fringes of greatness the last few seasons. And, of course, they had that fantastic run to the Europa League final where they were beaten by uh, Atletico Madrid a few seasons ago when uh, Athletic Bilbao had uh, Marcelo uh, Bielsa in charge. And that was a that was a very entertaining period, Nate, as you'll remember, as a, 
as a as a Bilbao fan. So if you can class Athletic as a surprise package, and I suppose they've already been the surprise package with that uh, amazing Supercopa win over Barcelona, then I think they would they would be it. I I would stick my neck out and say, I mean, you mentioned Celta Vigo being. <laughs> the top scorers of the weekend because they were the only team that scored more than one goal. I, I think if there was going to be a real surprise package, it would be someone like Celta Vigo who, who really go totally under the radar most of the time. And yet, and don't forget who was their coach before he moved on to Barcelona uh, the season before last. It was Luis Enrique. <laughs> and I think he did a lot. Uh, really to instill some great values and some some great players at, at, at that club. They've got uh, Aspas back, of course, now after his loan, oh, after his unsuccessful transfer from uh, to, to, from Sevilla to uh, Liverpool and his loan to Sevilla last season when he hardly played. Uh, he popped up and scored the winner at Levante at uh, the weekend. So, you know, as far as we can tell, as I said, it, there's very rarely that kind of big surprise in La Liga because the financial gulf between the big clubs and the rest. But uh, wouldn't it be great if a team like Celta Vigo from the north uh, could actually make, uh, you know, something of an impression on, on La Liga and, and, you know, even fill one of those Europa League qualifying places. That would be great. All right, Mike, as, as we've talked about, I come from a proud Basque heritage. Yeah. I've also uh, I've spent a lot of time on Mercy's side, and I am a Liverpool supporter, but Everton fans have always just been the nicest, kindest souls to me. Some of the most beautiful people <laughs> in the world are those toffees. I also have a, a deep affection and love for Scottish people and right. a and a deep, uh, profound hatred for Manchester United. So you combine all of those things, <laughs> that, would make, that would make David Moyes my favorite human being to ever, ever exist what are Sociedad going to do this year and, and can Moyes do anything special and get them into a European spot a, a team that that had some real proud moments not too long ago as as one of the the lower Basque clubs really always cast in the shadow of Bilbao can Moisey pull off anything uh, with Sociedad this year well, I think, uh, I mean, it was a really shrewd move for David Moyes to, in a way, resurrect his managerial career with a club like uh, Real Sociedad, because in, in many ways he had to go abroad to to rebuild that reputation because it's, you know, he had a very high profile failure with Manchester United. Incidentally, the one piece of the David Moyes jigsaw uh, that you didn't mention was that as a 20-year-old centre-back, David Moyes played for none other than Cambridge United. Um, and he actually figured in what is statistically the worst Cambridge United uh, team ever to take the field. But uh, maybe that's a, that's a uh, that's something for another day. But in terms of uh, Real Sociedad, I, I think from what I understand, uh, David is is very popular. Um, in San Sebastian, he's he's you know he's made a real impact, and he they were at a pretty low ebb when he took over, um, and he's got a shrewd eye for players. Uh, he hasn't rushed into anything, and I think just through the way that he coaches players, um, through his kind of uh, you know Glaswegian hard work ethic, he actually got. Uh, the best out of what you might charitably call a reasonably average group of players last season. It's well documented that Real Sociedad, you know, they have financial problems like so many sides in La Liga. So, you know, he is not fishing from a terribly um, uh, full and wealthy pool of players there. Um, but, but he does have the ability to get 
good performances out of you know perhaps players who who are, who are relatively average and i think that's probably the mark of what you need to be a good coach because how many coaches do we see in la liga you know how many teams do you see in la liga that fire the coach two or three times a season you know it's a kind of knee jerk reaction and so you know i think moyes owes real sociedad a lot really for having that faith in him and i think if he can rebuild on that maybe he can start to get the best out of people like uh, Finn Bogerson, who was a major, major disappointment after all the goals he scored in the Netherlands, um, then he'll continue to be popular. I just hope, and I think they will, I hope they give him the time because he's a good guy and uh, I think he can really do something there. Well, I'm really glad, first off, that we worked in uh, that Cambridge United shout-out. We, we promised Mike that we would work that in, and he just nailed it on his own right there. Shout-out to all of you uh, yeah, fans that were out there in 1983, 1984, when Moisey uh, was at, That's the at, one. Center, at center back for Cambridge United. And we, we've only got like two minutes left here with you. One of the main things I actually wanted to bring up is is how you got into Spanish football and, and one of my favorite words in the English language, which is juxtaposition. How would you compare... <laughs> The, the match day environment in, in a La Liga match compared to the Premier League, and specifically in regards, and I've talked about this a couple of times already, in regards to ticket prices and in regards to the way atmospheres have changed, and in many ways in England, become football has become a, a sport of the upper class as far as going and seeing it in person. It's been taken from the people in so many ways. Does it still belong to the people in Spain, maybe with the exception of, of the new camp in the Bernabeu? Well, I think it does belong to the people in Spain. And I, when I've been to Camp, camp Nou, actually, that um, it still does belong to the people um, because, uh, you know, obviously it's a massive stadium. It's 100,000 people. Um, but many, don't forget, Barcelona kind of is owned by its supporters. So there's this kind of membership thing where people buy in. And the ticket prices at Camp Nou are not... Uh, you know, they are not astronomical. And in fact, that's the same throughout Spain. It's also, for, you know, the case of other, other leagues in Europe, like Germany and Italy. The, the prices here at Premier League stadiums, um, particularly some of the bigger clubs, Arsenal, I think, is probably, you know, the worst. Um, the, the prices are absolutely astronomical. And as, as you indicate, it's becoming... You know, considering the game has its roots in the working classes in, in this country uh, and in other countries, you know, they, these guys are being priced out of the game. And, and certainly at Premier League level, um, people can't afford to go to games anymore, not on a regular basis. And particularly if you're, you know, you're a father and you want to take your boys and your girls and, and maybe, maybe your, your whole family, you know, it's just financially prohibitive. Um, the team that I follow in Spain is Malaga and I go to watch Malaga uh, two or three times a season if I can if I can get over there and it's very very much a family occasion um, there are lots of families there are lots of women and children and there is a there is a great atmosphere there's a much more joyous atmosphere in my experience at Spanish games there's never there's never any um, there's never any undercurrent of uh, of any nastiness at all. Well, I and let's, and we and we we must hope that that, that continues. And uh, cannot wait to get on over <laughs> to Spain myself and uh, and take in whether it's Malaga or whether it's one of the Basque teams or Barcelona or Madrid. Cannot wait to get to Spain and take in some matches myself. Mike Barnes, you are welcome back on the show anytime. This has been an immense pleasure, sir. Best of luck uh, this season covering La Liga and cheers to Cambridge United, sir. Thanks, Nate. All the best. 
Again, that was Mike Barnes of Football España and WorldSoccerTalk.com. Back to close this thing out on the other side of this break. It's World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800 957 Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. World Soccer Talk Radio, back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Taking the express train home, another huge thank you to Mike Barnes of Football España and WorldSoccerTalk.com, breaking down La Liga and talking a little bit about the match day atmospheres in Spain. Very much enjoyed our time with Mike Barnes. Check out his work again, Football España and WorldSoccerTalk.com. We're going to have Janusz Mahalik on the show tomorrow. We'll be talking all about the Liverpool Arsenal match. For all of you wondering, why is Nate, this rabid, crazy 
nut job Liverpool supporter with his Arsenal supporting father, by the way. Why am I not talking about Liverpool Arsenal? We will break down the match tomorrow. You need not fret, Gunners and Scousers. We will be with you tomorrow with Janusz Mihalik right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Come on, you quakes. You got what it takes. The best story in world football right now. The earthquakes from the depths of awfulness to three wins in a row, baby, and three clean sheets. Come on, Wando. Come on, Ameriqua. Come on, you quakes. You gotta love it. My name's Nate Abarea. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Cheers. Bye for now.